Well, hey friends, have you heard that our brand new 21 days of walking prayer is available now for signups, 21 days of walking the words of Jesus. This program is for anyone who wants to expand their prayer life. And who doesn't, you guys? Come on. The world needs our prayers right now. And we love the African proverb that says, when you pray, move your feet. Move your feet. If your prayer life struggles a bit, you have a hard time knowing what to pray, come with us for our 21 days of walking prayer. For those of you who need to stop obsessing and overtraining, but just get back in touch with healthy movement, a walk that isn't a workout, this is for you. This will help heal any overtraining or overstressing of your nervous system that might be going on. And if you're someone who's needing a place to get going, just get moving, get in your body and connect with God, this program is for you. Join us in community with weekly training calls and a Facebook group for coaching as well. It's available now for any donation amount gets you in. Swipe up on the show notes, hit the link. Signups close on June 9th, and then we will begin on Monday, June 13th. We are going to have thousands of people around the world walking the words of Jesus. And by the way, you get to keep the content forever. So what do you have to lose? Nothing. And your donation helps us to keep spreading this mission of destroying physical and spiritual poverty, getting people back in their good bodies with a good God who created them. So thanks for partnering with us. I can't wait to get going on June 13th with you. Don't forget, sign up now. And now today... I get to bring to you our new friend of the house, Asherita Chuchu. Asherita is the founder of One Thing Alone Ministries, and she specializes in helping women find joy in Jesus through creative and consistent time in God's Word. Literally, we're talking about prayer. She is going to help us. She grew up as a missionary kid in Romania and now lives in Ohio with her husband. And she's written several books, and the most re- recent is prayers of rest. Rest. We are going to walk through the acronym of rest, reciting God's goodness, expressing our neediness, seeking his stillness, and trusting his faithfulness. Rest. This is the perfect podcast to go along with our kicking off our 21-day walking prayer. So take a listen, be blessed, swipe up on the show notes to get a copy of her book, Prayers of Rest. And let's get ready to walk the words of Jesus together. You guys have a great day. Bless you. Thank you, donors, for making this possible. Peace. Hey, Revelation Wellness community. It is podcast day, and I have another new friend that we are excited for you to get to know. Her name is Asherita Chuchu. I love that. Asherita Chuchu. Come on. That's a great name. I'm not going to forget that name. And she is the founder of One Thing Alone Ministries and the author of a book, Prayers of Rest, that is coming out soon, or we'll let you know by the end of this podcast what you are to do, if it's available or pre-order. But we are excited. This is a woman that's after our heart right now with this, with this, not idea, this truth, foundational truth of prayer and rest. So Asherita, welcome to the show. 
Alisa, thank you so much for having me. It's my joy to be here. And it's so fun. Before we went live, she was telling me that we've spent some time together um, as she's been training in triathlon using the Revving the Word episode. So yay, that's exciting. Yeah, it was one-sided, basically. Me listening to you, <laughs> praying God's, God's word and saying, yes, Lord, may it be so. Mile after oh, mile. Amen, amen. All right, we're going to come back. I want to hear about your triathlon experience. But Ashri, to tell um, our listeners a little bit about you and how you came to be where you you are today with this message. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's so many stories combined in one, but in short, I grew up as a missionary kid in Romania, met my husband in fifth grade summer camp. We have been friends for more years of my life than we have not. Oh my um, gosh. That's so cool. (laughs) It's just been such an incredible journey together. Mm. Um, I knew I wanted to write since I was a kid and, um, God sent so many people throughout my life to just affirm the gift of communication. Um, and I think growing up as a missionary kid, I, I knew I wanted to spend my life pointing people to Jesus Mm. and, uh, my name Asherita is made up. That's a whole nother story for another time, but oh my gosh. Yeah. uh, What's it mean? It means God is my happiness. Wow, And that has been my parents' blessing over my life, that I would find my joy in Jesus. And that has become my mission is to point other people to Jesus and help them enjoy him. So, so many of us have grown up in church or we're familiar with the rhythms of spiritual disciplines, but there's so much guilt and shame and condemnation that comes with not doing it the right way. And I'm using air quotes here. Yeah, I was going to say. The right way. Right. Um, but instead, when we see these as an invitation that God extends to us to come to him, to find our rest in him, our joy in him, then these become habits that, that, um, are life-giving and filled with joy as we make our way into his presence. And in my own life, I'm, I'm a mom of three kids, ages eight, six, and three. Um, and so these are different. This woman needs prayer. Six and three. (laughs) Goodness. That's your hands are full. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, regardless of what the day holds, regardless of what my current season looks like, uh, God's invitation remains unchanged. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. So Mm. my latest project has been on this theme of prayer and rest. And what does Mm. that look like for busy 21st century Christians Mm -hmm. to make a habit of rhythms of prayer that are not just warfare prayer. I think there's a a time and a place for that, but also prayers of of rest, which is being with God and being loved by him and finding in his presence what we need to go about our day. This is so necessary. I know a lot of you who listen to the podcast, we talk a lot about our nervous system, Mm -hmm. how it relates to the body, the way our body and brain can talk is because we have a nervous system. And the part of our nervous system that often gets overlooked is the parasympathetic. It's a very understated, it's nothing fancy. It just, it's responsible for swallowing and blinking things that keep life going. You don't have to think about but that part is your rest and digest. There's a part in there that that is the rest and digest. So we can have all the things, but if we're not really have a rhythm practice of rest, we might get a lot of things done, but we will have burnout, which is why the invitation still stands for people to come and enter the rest. So this is a timely book, especially coming out of the time we've been living in and maybe give us a little, I want to hear how two years ago, right? Really God 
I mean, you probably were doing the hidden thing for years, loving Jesus. And sounds like you have been living out your name, but two years ago, things changed. Take us back to that time. Yeah. Well, I'd been doing, um, public facing ministry for years at that point, um, started online ministry in 2013. Mm -hmm. Um, but two years ago, along with the whole world, uh, everything shut down and we were home, um, on lockdown with really no, no clear path forward on the horizon, right. Our lives as we knew them had been interrupted. Um, and I'm kind of an introvert at heart. I need okay. my alone time. I need my, like, I love my husband. I love my kids. I love yeah. being with them, but I'm a better mom when I have alone time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and we were two weeks into the lockdown and it had just been incessant needing mommy, yep. everyone needing needing me and, and pouring mm-hmm. out and mm-hmm. breakfast, lunch and snack and dinner mm-hmm. and activities and school from home, suddenly homeschooling my kids when I hadn't been doing that and still keeping up with my own ministry workload and, mm-hmm. and things that I was responsible to do while figuring out how do we pivot? Like yeah. We, yeah. we need to pause all the work we've done and figure out how do we meet people in the place where they are right now? That message yes. sounds different. And yes, um, I, was so overwhelmed, Elisa. I was, I remember I was standing at the kitchen sink, um, staring out the window and suddenly like my heart rate picked up and my, Mm. my body started shaking and my palms got sweaty and, um, everything kind of, it almost felt like vertigo, like the world was spinning around me. And it was so surreal. I was like, I don't know what's happening to my body. My body is, is it feels foreign to me. Like it, yeah. something's happening. I'm not sure yeah. what, and this feels yeah. very, very scary. Yeah. And, um, in retrospect, it, it was a panic attack. It was yes. my first yeah. attack of anxiety where my, yeah. my physical body was overwhelmed with what was mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd never really experienced just such a strong connection between our souls mm-hmm. and, and our spirit and mm-hmm. what's happening there. It's just that gradual accumulation of, of mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. And then the, my physical body simply mm-hmm. saying like, we can't handle this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was frightened by what was happening to me physically. And I went to the mm. laundry room to shut the door because the kids were in the living room screaming mm. over whose toy it is and whose turn it is and, and just mm-hmm. all the things. Mm-hmm. And I went to the laundry room and I, I shut the door for a moment of quiet and I slid to the floor. And the only thing I could think to say is I can't do this anymore. I just can't do this anymore. And it felt like the whole world had gone dark for me because there was no like end date in sight, right? Mm-hmm. This was right. two weeks in. Initially, the lockdown right. was only supposed to last for two weeks. Two and weeks. all of a sudden, it was extended. And, and, and we were getting these news headlines of um, just terror. And who do you believe? It just so much. And over and over again, I just kept saying, I can't do this anymore. I just can't do this anymore. I don't mm-hmm. want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, in that moment of desperation and anxiety and darkness, um, the words that surfaced to my mind is God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. And I had memorized those verses from Psalm 46. 
um, when I was pregnant with my firstborn and, and I went through some pregnancy depression, which I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, uh, yeah. But while I was pregnant with her, just these dark moments and Psalm 46 became the lifeline that I, I clung to during those months of pregnancy. Um, and so those were the verses that came up in, in those moments of darkness and, and desperation in the laundry room. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. And I sat with that. And a few moments later, I went back to, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I just can't do this anymore. <laughs> Thank you for and, the honesty. Yes. And it was almost like a call and response. Here was my mm. soul saying, I can't do this anymore. Here was God extending his invitation. God is our refuge and strength. Mm -hmm. And I think I sat there for 15 minutes until gradually the truth of God's word became louder and there we louder go. There we go. and my own insecurities and my own doubts and anxiety became quieter and quieter. Mm. And my body physically returned to normal. The, mm. the, my heart rate lowered down. My breathing mm. went from shallow breaths to, to deeper normal breaths. And I sat there realizing I'm in trouble. <laughs> mm -hmm. If, if I don't, if I don't somehow figure out how to make my way into God's presence in the yeah. midst of this, uh, situation that, that this, I mean, no one had experienced Correct. a pandemic the way That's we right. had in our That's lifetime, right. in our generation. It was right. that word everyone used unprecedented, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> so in this unprecedented moment, if I didn't find a way to make my way into God's presence for him to be my refuge and my strength, uh, the future looked really bleak for me yeah. personally, for my own mental health mm. um, and, and what it would mean to show up for my family and love them in this season where they didn't know what was happening either. So it in that moment, I said, okay, um, all my excuses of, I don't have time to pray. I'm too busy to pray. Like mm. our life was on hold. We had yeah, no events to go to. <laughs> like, suddenly we had time. Um, but I didn't have it from the moment my children woke up, I didn't have quiet. Mm. And so I'm a night owl. I don't naturally wake up early, but mm. Elisa, I knew if I don't set my alarm and wake mm -hmm. up before my kids, um, mm -hmm. it, it's not going to happen. And mm -hmm. so I jumped on Instagram just to kind of put it out there for my community to say, Hey, I'm struggling with this. I, I wonder if you're struggling with this too. If you are, would you meet me tomorrow morning, 7am? I'm going to go live and we're going to pray. And this and was on Instagram morning, live on Instagram. On Instagram? Mm -hmm. Got it. And so I said, you know, every morning, as, as long as we can, let's just meet together at seven and pray for a half hour. Let's just start our days seeking God as our refuge and our strength. Um, and, and that next morning, Elisa, my alarm went off and all the self-doubt, all the like, what was I thinking? Who am Especially I? Especially you're like now going to go live with other people and maybe by different if it was just you, but now you're like, I made a commitment and called other people to action. And now, Yeah. 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 And, and in some ways the accountability helps because it's sure. like, okay, I'm not going to snooze because right. I told them I'm going to show up. But as my finger hovered over that live button, <laughs> um, I, the, it just kind of sunk into my soul. Even if no one else shows up, that's right. I need this time. That's right. That's I right. need to make time to rest with God before the chaos of the day assaults me before the headlines tumble in and, and 
all the reasons to be panicked and worried come back up come to me. Like mm-hmm. I was literally on the floor of our closet because that was the only quiet place that I could find without mm-hmm. waking up the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. And um, that day I went live and dozens of women from around the world, different time zones mm-hmm. joined in mm-hmm. and said, this is exactly mm-hmm. what we need. Mm-hmm. We need rest. We need prayer. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm so glad you're doing it because we'll show up. And the next day, we went live and prayed again, and we followed this rest format for prayer that I had mm-hmm. developed a few years ago for a women's retreat. Um, it just felt appropriate for us to be praying through this rest acronym. And day after day, week after week, for eight weeks straight, we met on Instagram Live and prayed. And um, it made a difference in my life, not that the circumstances changed. The circumstances were still the same, but the way that I was able to walk into my day was different because I had first rested in God's presence and found strength from him to then go into whatever the day held. And I heard that from dozens of women who joined in and said, you know, I don't know how I would have gone through this pandemic if it weren't for these times of prayer. And then from there, we, we had so many who would watch on replay and and they couldn't make the time live and they wanted to, and the replays disappeared after 24 hours. Oh yeah. And so we transitioned to a weekly prayer podcast um, and we've continued that. So almost two years in now of prayers of rest and um, it's been listened to in over a hundred countries around the world, places where you can't go with the gospel openly. Like that's right. Missionaries are not welcomed in some of these countries. And yet there are people who are listening to prayers of rest, who are resting their souls in God's presence. Um, and it's just been incredible to see what God does with in our moment of weakness, in our moment of crying out and saying, I can't do this anymore. Uh, he that. takes that. And then all the glory is his. I want to make a few observations. One, the fact that, yeah, you were aware something's going on with my body, something I'm this overwhelmed sense that you had. So yeah, the connection of your spirit, your soul, your body, but then you knew, okay, to find a, a place, a, the laundry room or something to ground yourself in, even if you're sliding down the wall or whatever, mm-hmm. just, but that you also took time at one, you had a, one piece of scripture, right? That, or that one verse, that was just, that came to your head, man, that means you stored that up somewhere down the past, right? Somewhere that verse stored up in you. It's like that log you need to throw on the fire on a cold day and it burned, but I love that you said you vacillated, you went kind of back and forth, but you didn't stop because a lot of people go, it's not working. I'm still panicking. We don't give it enough time. And I think you, what you said, maybe 15 minutes or something that then it did shift. And had you not, had you just given yourself over to this isn't happening because I'm going back and forth, God isn't saving, whatever it is, the doubts that we have or the time we don't spend, the next thing I got to go do you would have not, maybe you would have missed the, this call to prayer, this, this deeper, oh, I need more of this. Gosh, can you imagine? That's why I think sometimes we're like Moses walking by burning bushes. Thank God Moses didn't walk by a burning bush. Mm-hmm. He turned aside to see what's going on over there. You turned aside to the Lord and he met you there and became that scripture for you. So I hope that encourages people because in this community, we we hear scripture. We know we, we read it and we want it to be reality for us, but taking that time 
to practice it is what really shifted. And then out of it comes a pot or, you know, a live and then a podcast and the podcast has been going for about two years, you say now? Yeah. Yeah. Two and that's years now every week, every week and prayers of rest. And what do you do on the podcast? Are you just praying or do other people come in and pray? Give us a little context on what that looks like. Sure. So every Monday morning, there's a 10 minute prayer that walks listeners through this rest acronym and it's okay. uh, based on scripture. So we're praying God's word back to him. Um, and I model for each of, of the letters that R is recite God's goodness. And so we look at what does this say about God and how can we worship him for who he is? Yeah. And then I, there's a time of quiet with just like a, a lovely musical bed for listeners to also mm -hmm. pray. So mm -hmm. I model how we might pray this scripture and then listeners get to pray as well. The E is expressing your neediness. And so looking at the Bible verse and saying, what does this say about sins that I might need to confess or a heavy burden that I might have to hand over to God, or maybe some, some emotions that I'm feeling. Uh, let mm -hmm. me pay attention to that and be honest with God about that. And then again, time for the listener to pray as well. The S is seek his stillness, which is what I think makes this podcast different. So it has a time built in to simply be still. And as you would yeah. say, Lisa, to be still and be loved yeah. be with God and listen. Is there right. anything that God might want to say to me in this time of prayer? And then the T is trusting his faithfulness, uh, taking a time at the end of our prayer to declare that God is who he said he is, and he will do what he said he will do. And right. we choose to trust him um, as we go into our day. And then it ends with a benediction, just praying a blessing over the listener. So 10 minutes, it, I formulated it with brain science as well, yeah. kind of habit formation and, and how prayer can become a rhythm that's a habit that we fold into the rhythms of our days. Talk about some neuroscience. You know, you got the right audience here. We're a little geeky in that. Yeah. Well, you probably know the terms better than I do, but um, we know that when we want to start a new habit, it's easier if it's a small, tiny, yes. manageable habit. So mm -hmm. instead of saying, oh, I want to spend an hour a day in prayer, which might be a nice lofty someday goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's start with, um, I'd say even just two minutes. You know, it might be brushing your teeth in the morning. Yeah. We're going to start with just two minutes of prayer. Yeah. Uh, the podcast is intentionally short, 10 minutes, so that you can add it to your commute or you mm -hmm. can spend those first moments as you're making coffee and enjoying those first few sips in mm -hmm. conversation with God. So, starting by making it tiny, it lowers our brain's perceived resistance to yep. a new habit. So, it doesn't yep. feel as hard. Mm -hmm. um, but then also linking it to a habit that we're already doing. It has right. that domino effect. Um, while I'm in motion doing something that I already enjoy, I can tack on this new habit mm. of prayer. So when I was, um, I think it was after my second daughter was born, um, she, our daughter did not sleep through the night for almost mm. four years. I know um, that. So That's it was, mine was. Yeah. A season of sleep deprivation, like one I'd never experienced in my life. Yes. Um, and even in those times when I had every intention of sitting down to pray, I would literally fall asleep because mm. that's how tired my brain, my body and my brain yeah. is. Yes. Um, yeah. And so in that season, because I, I was still committed to enjoying Jesus and finding joy in him. And I said, what does this look like right now? God, would you 
lead me through your spirit? What do you give me wisdom? What do you show me? How can I still be in conversation with you and make it work in the season of sleep deprivation? <laughs> um, and the time that I, I was most attentive and awake was when I'd drive, right? Because I'd still have to go to the grocery right. store. I'd still have yeah. to, you know, run errands and, yeah. and yeah. I'd pay attention. And so I had the first 10 minutes of my drive, whether it was, you know, 8 a.m. in the morning, dropping my older daughter at preschool or 2 p.m. in the afternoon, whenever my first drive of the day was, I would spend the first few minutes in prayer. So, good. so I linked Easy. that habit right. to something I was already doing, even though the yeah. drive time was variable. It was yeah. like the first time I click on my seatbelt, that's when we're going to pray. Um, so yeah, making it small, linking it to something you're already doing, yep. celebrating growth. Um, this is something that I feel like as Christians, we don't really do as well as I think we could. So true. Um, we yeah. have this ideal of, oh, I should be reading my Bible every day. I should be praying every day. And so mm -hmm. if we start a new habit of prayer and we miss three days, then that's what we see. We missed three days instead of saying, oh, I wasn't praying almost at all. And I prayed mm -hmm. four days last week. Like mm, that's right. growth. Right. That's, that's achievement. That is right. God's spirit doing work in our lives. Mm -hmm. So when we celebrate um, something that, that we've accomplished together with God's spirit working in us, it releases these good feeling hormones in our yep, brains mm -hmm. that then, um, indicates that, Hey, this is something that feels good. We should keep doing this. Like yes. we want to keep Perpetuate. doing this because it makes us feel good as opposed to then beating ourselves up saying, Oh, I missed three days which then piles on the guilt and the shame, uh, that serotonin, I think, yep. serotonin, um, yep. which then makes us not want to do it again, right, uh, right, because we right. can't keep up a, a streak. Yeah. So looking at, you know, God says he doesn't despise small beginnings. He yeah. says that he is the one who, uh, will, will take the little, I think that the loaves and the fish, he takes the little and he multiplies it, yeah. um, to feed us in, in our season of need. He's the one who looks at the widow's might yeah. and says she's given more little. because out of That's her right. little, she gave yes, much. And so if you're in a season where you don't have an hour to pray, but you have those two minutes, you have those 10 minutes give them to Jesus and watch how he takes that time and multiplies it to bring rest to your soul. Because that is his invitation that we would come to him in these busy seasons and find rest as we, we sit with him. Have you always been this kind of a person? Like, have you always been, um, a seeking his stillness and, and, and that, you know, seeking the presence that way? Yeah. Um, I, I grew up in a Christian family and I am so blessed to have a legacy of faith. Uh, my, my mom, my parents, my grandparents, just prayer warriors. And so in some ways I stand on their shoulders. Um, and, and I got, I'd say I had a running start <laughs> yeah. in my prayer life, but, um, uh, for most of my, you know, teen and twenties, it was like prayer for me meant, coming to God with my list and talking, yeah. talking, talking, talking yeah. and saying amen. And then running about my day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it was a few years ago, you know, I mentioned this rest acronym that I developed for a retreat a few years ago, uh, because it felt like I'm doing so much for God, 
and I'm doing things with God, mm. but I haven't really experienced the the rest and the joy of of Jesus being with That's him. right, being with God. Not um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that was something that, that came with time that was yeah. more of a curiosity thing of, of sitting with God and saying, would you teach me more about this? Would you lead me? Mm-hmm. You know, Psalm 46 says, be still mm-hmm. and know that mm-hmm. I am God. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, Elisa, but like the first few times I tried to be still, I got like 45 seconds in. <laughs> yeah. Your mind is jumping all of these thoughts would come mm-hmm. to mind. And, and then again, there's the frustration, there's mm-hmm. the guilt, there's mm-hmm. the shame of, ah, I can't even be still with God. Uh, but he has been so gracious and generous over the years to lead me deeper into stillness with him and rest with him and, mm-hmm. and learning what that looks like in different seasons. Um, because yeah, as a, as a mom to three kids, eight and under, there's not big chunks of time <laughs> to just be still, yeah. but, but I found ways to uh, practice that stillness just in the rhythms of life. I always encourage my daughter or anyone that goes, oh, I just can't like my thoughts are just busy. And when you're going to sit still, think of yourself, like you're with Jesus at the circus and you're sitting, you're, you're going to sit in the seats with him and then watch your this, the thoughts of your mind happen. Be objective of what's going on. You're not in the circus. You're the spectator to it. So just watch it happen. See the, the bears over there, you know, tossing a ball around and see the guy tossing flames. Like just watch it because <laughs> that's who Christ is. He has that ability to keep us in a presence of joy and celebration. And like, isn't it fascinating being more fascinated <laughs> with what we think about than frustrated with our thoughts and it's so connected to getting into that, that, uh, place of stillness is, is very much connected to, I'm not judging myself. I'm not, I get to just be here. We don't know how to be. We feel like we have to be doing stuff all the time in yeah. your, in your book, you talk about soul amnesia or, or you mentioned that explain that to people. Yeah. There, there's this term that I kind of stumbled on kind of thought of with, um, one of my previous books unwrapping the names of Jesus, um, Mm -hmm. that it occurred to me that I, I grew up in a Christian family and I know of God, I've experienced God in my own life. And yet much like the Israelites in the wilderness, uh, I forget, I forget who God is. I forget what he's done from one day to the next. Um, and so as big and powerful and faithful as he's been last week, uh, this circumstance comes up today and all of a sudden I'm fluttering. (laughs) I've forgotten. My soul has forgotten just who, who God is. Um, and so because of that soul amnesia, because of our tendency to forget God's faithfulness and his goodness, um, that's where our prayers of rest starts. It's with reciting God's goodness. You know, so many times in the Psalms, um, the Israelites are instructed and encouraged to remember what God has done, to tell their children, to recite his acts of power um, so that we don't forget. If, if we don't recite his goodness, we'll forget his goodness. Good. Um, and and yeah. so that's where we begin by just remembering who God yep. is and what he's done. And that's what happened for you. You remembered one piece of scripture when the world was panicking or your body was overwhelmed, like one piece. Wow. How, just think about that for a second, everyone. 
one truth, if you know one truth, just one that you meditate on, know it, sure, study it, but then have it be stay in you that you can draw upon and it will tether you to his peace and his, his truth that keeps you free, right? And sets you free from any type of bondage. But let's talk about a little bit of I, this act of coming to like, come to me all who are weary, right? How, what is coming to Jesus look like for you? Or how do you, how do you help people with that or explain that more of, because we can have the knowledge, but if we don't come, right? Jesus rebukes the Pharisees saying, you search these scriptures, diligently seek them looking for me. And like, you know them, you've memorized them from your childhood, but you don't come to me. Let's talk about coming to Jesus, help people understand maybe what that looks like for you or what, what they can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's this passage in, I think Isaiah where God looks at his people and says in, in quietness and rest is your strength. Uh, in repentance and and returning to him uh, would have been your your salvation, but he looks at his people and says, "You would have none of you it. You would have none of it." Oh, that Ouch. one fills me every time. Yep, you. I love the scripture how kindness and rest and repentance is your salvation, and quiet and trust is your strength. But you would have none of it. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so true. I mean, God is so kind to offer us this invitation to come to him, to experience his rest, but he will not force himself on us. Uh, He's a God who stands with open arms saying, come to me. Um, But it's not enough to just think about praying. Like there are situations, even this morning, my coffee's brewing. I'm looking over at the sink full of dishes and I'm like, yeah, I should start my day with prayer. But honestly, I can't even think straight right now. <laughs> Those dishes are mocking me. Uh, how can I sit when there's so much yeah. to be done? Uh, and and it, that is, I think, kind of the hustle trap that we yes. find ourselves in, that I find myself in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what, what does it look like to come to him? You know, sometimes it, it is those habits, those rhythms that we practice day after day. It's the intentionality of the first time I get in the car uh, is going to be a time of prayer or while I'm brewing my coffee, I'm going to start by reciting God's goodness, by thinking back on the last 24 hours and saying, where did I see God's hand at work in my life? I I want to pay attention. I want my eyes to be open Mm -hmm. and I want to start today by remembering his faithfulness yesterday. You know, it it can be habits like that. Um, But I've also found it helpful to allow like circumstances and and triggers and emotions to also serve as that invitation to come. Yes, yes. Last season on the Prayers of Rest podcast, we prayed through hard emotions. Um, So those emotions that I'm using air quotes here, good Christians shouldn't feel, right? We shouldn't Mm -hmm. feel angry. We shouldn't Mm -hmm. feel judgmental, Mm -hmm. bitter. We shouldn't come Unforgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, All these things that um, because we feel like we shouldn't feel this way emotionally, it's tempting to just ignore and be like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling angry. Uh, Mm -hmm. Instead of being honest Mm -hmm. and in when I'm feeling that emotion rising up within me, uh, being curious about it and and bringing it to Jesus and saying, okay, I I mean, you already know my heart. That's right. (laughs) You already know what's going on here. 
I don't mm-hmm. want to ignore it. I don't want pretend to pretend that this isn't real to me. Mm-hmm. I'm so frustrated right now mm-hmm. with this person in my life, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I feel so judged by them mm-hmm. and insecure right now. And it's driving me to the pantry to stuff my mm-hmm. face in a bag of Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and instead I'm going to pause right now and bring this to you. And so what might that look like? Um, for me, it's going through that rest prayer format. Yeah. Again. You know, what is true about God in this situation? That's right. Well, it's true that regardless of what that person thinks about me, God mm-hmm. knows my heart. He knows mm-hmm. my intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if my best friend would forsake me, God will never abandon me. Yeah. And so I can, I, it just starts to kind of bring down the yeah. stress level yeah. to recite God's goodness, remember who he is. And then I might put that bag of Cheetos aside and express my need and say, God, when I feel this way, you know, I'm tempted to run to my, my chosen idols. And I confess that to you and, you know, I'm struggling right now with feeling this way. Mm -hmm. Thank you that you're big enough to handle that, uh, Mm -hmm. that that you welcome me to be honest with you. We look at the Psalms. I mean, the Psalms Mm -hmm. are filled with every emotion on the emotion. That's right. Uh, we can pray scripture. We can pray God's word and see that he welcomes us to be honest about that. Mm -hmm. And then to seek his stillness and just sit, Mm -hmm. even if it's just 30 seconds or a minute and observe what comes up, uh, what, what word or phrase, what snippet of conversation, what Mm -hmm. action is Mm -hmm. it that, that kind of tipped us over Mm-hmm. and sit with Jesus in that. Say, is there anything mm-hmm. you want to tell me about this? Mm-hmm. I love the words of Psalm 139, that the last two verses, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test mm-hmm. me, try my thoughts, see if there's anything wrong with my direction. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. redirect me. Yeah. Uh, and, and then trusting him that he'll do that that he will honor that, that he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. And so all of that, you know, it, it takes less than two minutes, whatever the situation is, whether it's a habit that we've formed of prayer, or it's something that happens to interrupt us in in our daily routine, um, Jesus' invitation stands to come Mm -hmm. to him. Mm -hmm. And I found that REST acronym to be so helpful to just gently guide me through that conversation with him. The E stands for? Express your neediness. Express your neediness. And the S is? Seek his stillness. Seek his stillness. And then the T is trust. Trust I love how in that acronym too, you guys, it leaves space for, uh, to encounter him, to experience him. Like with that, with that E to S part, you really have to give yourself space (laughs) to let him be God, not just have a scripture and try and throw a a saying over it and get on with it. Mm -hmm. Like you've got to take that time to let him, to let him let him meet you in the coming. He knows yeah. that you're, you feel weak and don't would rather run to the pantry or scroll and pick up your phone and distract. Like it, it does take, does take time, but yeah, we are the people who have it. Yeah. Uh, the last few weeks, uh, there's this passage that keeps coming to mind when I pray. Um, and it's actually in two places. It's in Hebrews four and Romans eight. Um, but twice oh, the Bible tells us that Jesus lives to make intercession for us. Yeah. 
That's the word. That is what he is doing right now, right this moment, as you and I are talking. Yeah. Jesus is interceding for us. He's praying for us. For us. When we feel those hard emotions or when Mm. we're caught in a tricky relationship, Jesus is interceding for us. And and I love that in prayer. Yeah, we can unburden. We what a friend we have in Jesus. That we can tell him all the things. So good. But then we can be quiet and listen mm. as he prays for us. Yep. Uh, as, as, as he covers us with his mm-hmm. love, as we come before the throne of grace with confidence, mm-hmm. knowing that we will find help in our time of need, mm-hmm. because Jesus, our high priest, was tempted in every way. He knows mm-hmm. what it's like to be human, yet without mm-hmm. sin. Mm-hmm. And so we can just be with him. And I think back, not with shame on Asherita 10 years ago, because in some ways she didn't know better, yeah. but oh, I, I'd missed out mm-hmm. on years of yeah. simply sitting with Jesus, mm-hmm. telling him everything, yeah. and then just being with him. What a joy. Psalm 16 says, um, you make known to me the path of your life. In your presence is fullness Fullness of joy. joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And our churches are filled with people who feel too busy to pray, too busy to avail themselves of the joy and peace and rest that God freely offers us if only we made time to come into his presence doesn't take much time. So, so incredibly, we, again, we would have none of it. Mm. (laughs) We're so prone to, we want a lot of other things, but we thank God. This is a, such a great message. Asherita, the book is called prayers of rest Mm -hmm. and it is available. Now you guys are hearing this as this airing, her book is released. It is available now. And it it's it's a devotional, correct? Daily devotionals following through this rhythm of rest, R-E-S-T, working through uh, the scripture, correct? Anything else you want to say about the book or who should get this book? Yeah. Um, I mean, my heart with this was that it would meet the, the busy mom who feels yeah. like she doesn't have time to pray. It yeah. would meet the grandmother and grandfather who wants to pray for the next generation mm-hmm. and, and kind of wants that guidance in it. Um, it's for church leaders who want to disciple their people in becoming people of prayer. Yeah. And it's for parents who want to kind of instill this in their children too. So I hesitate to say it's for everyone. It's not for everyone. Uh, this book will not magically make you a prayer warrior if it sits <laughs> on your coffee table. Yeah, um, right. But it, there are actually 365 of these prayers. So one yeah. prayer for every day. And they're themed around our needs. So, um, praying through, um, seasons of hardship, praying for people who suffer, uh, there are thematical ones in that way. There's praying through scripture, praying through the armor of God, praying through the sermon on the Mount. Um, there are collections of prayers for seasons, uh, Advent and Lent and when you go on vacation and when you come home. So all different collections of prayers. So again, instead of feeling like, oh, I need to, pray every single day for this to count, you can take a collection of 10 prayers and just pray for 10 days uh, and, and let God meet you there. So that's prayers of rest, daily prompts to slow down and hear God's voice. But I also wanted to mention, you know, you don't need the book. This is probably not good marketing on my part. Um, you don't need the honest marketing. (laughs) We're, we're great. We like honest. Um, God will meet you where you are, but if you, 
I kind of want to hold on to this rest yep. acronym. Um, there's a free prayer bookmark that you can download and print and stick it in your Bible or awesome. prop it up next to your kitchen sink. And awesome. that rest prayer bookmark, you can find that prayersofrest.com. And that's also where they can go get the book, right? The book, the podcast, anything about Every, prayer, you can find Every, prayersofrest. And what book is this for you? What number? Uh, I think this is seven. Just seven books, just hanging around. <laughs> are you working on the eighth? I sure am. <laughs> you are? Can you yeah. tell us what it is? Or, um, Yes. So uh, this comes out here in April. It'll be out when you listen to this. The next book um, will be un wrapping the names of Jesus for kids. It's a children's cool. picture book that oh, follows nice. a little girl whose parents are followers of Jesus. And so we get to see Jesus's ministry through 10 of his names, through the perspective of a little child. That's amazing. That's awesome. We'd love that. Wow. You are busy gal. Asherita Choo Choo. Okay. We got a few questions before you go. These are rapid fire questions. Sure. Um, well, my first question is, have you always had this calm of a voice? <laughs> I do. You I do. grew up with two boys. And um, so I'm I'm probably more of a tomboy than a girly girl. But my children know if I get upset or angry, my voice gets quieter. And wow. That's it's they're your, in trouble. <laughs> superpower. She's quieter. Well, I am the complete opposite of you, Ashrita. I'm sure that's surprising. Wow. Okay. I just love it. You have such a calming voice. You guys, you, yeah, the 10 minutes Mondays podcast, it sounds like a great way to start your day in a commute or cup of coffee and listening to that, that gifted uh, voice. The Lord has definitely given you the voice for that. Mm, um, okay. A coffee, tea, or kombucha. What's your go-to? Uh, coffee in the morning, tea in the afternoon. Right now, okay. I like uh, orange tea for my orange afternoon pick me up. Lovely, mm -hmm. very lovely. Uh, favorite way to move your body? We talked about you. you she's <laughs> she's done some triathlons, and what what's your favorite way? Um, okay, my favorite actually is karate. I just come <laughs> alive when I'm in the dojo, and it's something that's just kind of unusual about me. But I really when, love martial arts. When did you start that? Uh, about a year and a half ago, I started no with my eight-year-old and so it was oh. our mommy and me activity. How, what do you like about it? Um, it's, it, I love the practicality that it instills confidence in little girls and adult women as well, that I can defend myself in a, if I'm in a situation, so I don't have to be fearful. Um, but also there's a, a certain beauty and grace to the movements um, and, and just the physicality of it after a day of sitting at my computer and typing words and yeah. not really seeing physical progress to anything to just move my body and, yeah. and see my, my muscles gaining skill and, and memory is such a fun thing. That's cool. Wow. Very cool. And your favorite athleisure wear yoga pants brand that you go to or place that you shop at. Hmm. I'm no fun at this. I shop at the secondhand store. So whatever fits me well and feels comfortable. <laughs> that's, for you. Go for. That, that's it. I'm telling you, people have, I, I'm always just fascinated and we all find it in different places. That is a resourceful one. Good for you. <laughs> all right. Well, everyone, uh, you know where to go. Prayersofrest.com. Asherita Choo Choo. You can follow her on Instagram and uh, where else? Facebook, I think is the other one that I saw. 
Sure. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, but the best way to connect with me is through my weekly devotional and you can sign up for that at prayers of rest as well. All right. Asherita, bless you. Thank you. We are blessed by this message. We believe in it 110% and even more. So come back when you get a, uh, that children's book out there too. That's our, all, I know all the moms and papas right oh, I'd now. I'd love like, to Let's do it. So Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. Hey friends, thank you so much for joining us today for this episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this conversation between Elisa and Asherita as much as we did. Be sure to swipe up on the show notes for some great free resources on rest or to connect with Asherita and find out more about her book. And also we want to remind you that today is the last day to register as a pick your price donation for walking the words of Jesus. But don't worry if you missed the pick your price donation, you can still join us for walking the words of Jesus. The link is in your show notes. You can join for $29. There is a place for you to register on the website and you can still join us and get started walking with us anytime in the next 21 days. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, leave us a review. If your review is read on the air, we would love to send you a gift from the Revelation Wellness Store. Thank you for helping us be on mission to spread the gospel through the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We'll see you next time. Peace.